you you know usually i i come into this part of the show pretty confident with what i have yes uh, which is our open, which is the opening of the show. You come with the open. I come, I come with the open. This time I'm not, I had some technical difficulties with it, but um, I will give it a shot. Do you need uh, some medical enhancement or are you? No, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. fine. Okay. I'm hoping our guest later will be able to provide that. It seems okay. like she has, <laughs> she has plenty at the ready. So. Oh, I thought you were talking about Dr. Ian. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> D nice is going to get to date Halle Berry. That's an aha. I would like to steal her from him. That's a ha ha. Ha ha's the ahas with Sybil and Steve. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, you know what? I would have become a DJ literally when I was three years old if I knew it would possibly lead to dating Halle Berry. Wait, here's the question. Would yeah. Halle Berry have been born when you were three? Yes. I'd like to point that out. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be putting years on me that I ain't got. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to From Ha-Has to Ahas with Sybil Wilkes and Stephen Hill. I am, and he is. Yeah. The, the names that are in the masthead. Duh. We have a masthead. We have a masthead. All right. So how's your week been? Let's just do a quick recap on that. How's your week been? Oh, you know, I went out and went to a couple of baseball games, went to a movie. <laughs> then I saw a nice Hollywood, two Hollywood, two Hollywood, two uh, Hollywood musicals. I saw a couple of Hollywood musicals. Uh, no, I've, I've left the house literally twice um, to go to the grocery store. That's it. Um, I am having a great time. However, last uh, the last two weeks I've done uh, music from Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, L.A. and Babyface, just a celebration of their music on on my Instagram live. And it's been all of the fun in the world. I mean, oh. all of the fun. Uh, we had fun this past Wednesday on uh, IG Live. I was on your IG Live at, at seven o'clock. Yeah, uh, which was all on Wednesday, which is fun. Fun. How's your week been? Um, it's been interesting. I'm hunkering down with my uh, friends here in Fort Worth and uh, and the dogs and and all that that entails. I got fired this week, and um, it's hey, been what, a wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, throw, that in I, throw that in reverse. Go back just a block. Um, the newsletter that we have, what you need to know, uh, has come to an end with Reach Media and Radio One. We are uh, now taking this and doing it all ourselves and trying to find some money to do it. Uh, but uh, my 26 years with Reach Media, well, actually, let's start with Satellite Music Network, then ABC, then our Capital Cities, then ABC, Reach Media, and Radio One uh, came to an end on Tuesday. And so um, had some good times and a great career. And uh, But we'll continue with all of that we have started with the newsletter, what you need to know newsletter that you can find at sybilwilkes.com, as well as the Instagram live and the podcast and, and, and more to come. We are okay. upward and onward. Okay. So I have three questions. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what those three questions are, but I figured I'd give, <laughs> okay. give myself some breathing room. Number one, um, the, will the, the newsletter will continue for, for a while or? Oh, no, it'll go on. Absolutely. The newsletter will continue. Okay. What uh, you need to know, by the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, number two, keeping it at 11, how are you mm -hmm. feeling about this? Like, how, how are you feeling? I'm really okay. A lot of people ask me the same question, and um, I, I haven't been fired in 30 years, so I'm really okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to feel, but I'm excited about the possibilities of all the things that we have started uh, in the last several months. I'm very excited about this. So uh, as a result of and putting a great team together, I have a great group of people, as you know, uh, that we work with. And so it's good. It's all good. I really am. OK, I, but no, I believe you. Uh, and my third question is, is it true the dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's? Well, it might be cleaner than a tiger's because I understand that tigers are getting coronavirus now. So I really don't know. No, is that true? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. In the, the Bronx, Bronx Zoo. Again? Mm -hmm. No. The, Bronx, <laughs> the tiger has coronavirus in the Bronx Zoo? Yep. Here's, yep. I'm so sorry about that. 
Okay, and first now, of all, going back to the so 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 uh, look, you are awesome. You are wonderful. You are a free agent, and and you are going to uh, find your life. You are going to continue along your life's purpose. Forget about it's not about a job. It's about what your life's purpose is and what you're doing about that. I I strongly feel that right. It's not about what the next check is coming in. I I feel comfortable saying that you um uh, you 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 have time and resources to figure out what is you really want to do and not be rushed. I appreciate that. Thank so you. I just want to say that, say that out loud and then get back to the uh, tiger with Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't find the right segue. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to bother. Um, I keep it at 11. So what human mm -hmm. was close enough to the tiger in the Bronx to give the tiger coronavirus? Well, Obviously, someone who was within that six feet that they recommend that we stay, you know, f further away than six feet. And somebody came in who was amongst those people who are zoo employees. And uh, sure enough, they believe that uh, one of the employees who did turn up with coronavirus or may have been a connector, you know, asymptomatic um, and just in terms of being a carrier of it. So uh, they they said that the tigers and I think a couple of lions had sore throats, the dry coughs and and one of the tigers uh, did definitely test positive. <laughs> but you realize, you know, but the but the bears are OK. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Yeah. The bears are OK. <laughs> But we have a doctor coming up. He's not a veterinarian, but perhaps he can answer that. We have Dr. Right. Ian Smith and talking about his new book. For the sake of uh, entertainment this week, mm -hmm. uh, you have suggested two movies. Yes, yeah, one on which I have not seen yet, by the way. Which, oh, I, okay. I did not. I did not. I did have not seen Banker yet. Okay. Um, um, but, uh, but I did during the you know the times I wasn't going into the to the sporting events into the baseball games. <laughs> Uh, Which is funny to me because you're not a baseball guy. I just really that reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, there's a lot of good, uh, got good stuff on um, uh, David Arnold's uh, comedy special. Oh on. my God, Fat Ballerina, yes. Yes, it, 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 that that's hysterical. Um, and uh, I was, I, I enjoyed in Uncorked. Uncorked is a movie um, done by a number of people. I saw that Drew Brees is actually an executive producer of that movie. I don't know how he got involved. You know what? I saw that too, and I was like, not that Drew Brees. It must be a different it? one. It's, but I don't know any other Drew Breeses, but yeah. Oh, I was oh, wait. Drew, oh, it was my dad's friend, Drew Cool Brees. That's the one. Oh, it's nah, okay. Cool Breeze. Okay. Not okay. Diff very, very different. Okay. Uh, no, a movie by uh, Datari Turner is a, is a big producer on it and has done a lot of great stuff in, in, in for young Hollywood. Um, and uh, I, I I would recommend it. I would too. Yeah, yeah. So, I enjoyed know, it. it. Whenever um, a great great relationship between um, uh, they explore the relationship between parent mm -hmm. and young adult offspring. That's always of interest to me. Right. And that's really what this this is about. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, shout out to Courtney B. Vance. He plays an old black man like nobody else. And um, also Nisi Nash plays his wife. They're the parents of this young man who wants to become a sommelier. And uh, he and they and the family runs a barbecue joint in Memphis, Tennessee. You don't usually connect sommelier and a barbecue joint no. in Memphis, but uh, it's really good. It really is. Okay. I laughed, I cried, and I truly enjoyed. And then I had to go drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> I avoided the bottle of wine, but the bottle of Ciroc, the bottle of Ciroc stood in the place. So. Okay, <laughs> that's perfectly you. fine. So uh, uncork th two thumbs up from uh, from uh, Sybil and Steve. Absolutely. Again, Absolutely. again, and the, the new I, I don't know I, if I was prepared, I would have looked at the the lead actor's name, but uh, a oh. new face that I've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does extremely well in the role. It's just a great. It's in a great. It's a good ensemble piece, and if I can have a marriage, whenever I get married. If I get married, hopefully I get married. I would like to have one like the one portrayed by Courtney B. Vance and Nisi Nash in this one. Just oh, you know, yeah. You know, it, you know what? It reminded me of like Sybil, if you and I were married. It just quips going back and forth, just it inside was. jokes and quips yeah. back yeah. and forth. And he made her laugh, and that's what you do for me. That's what I try to do. Yes, yep, yep, yes you do. Yes, um, so it is really good. Highly recommended. That is on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. The Banker is on Apple TV Plus, um, which is really, I'm a big uh, fan of, um, oh, now I just went blank on Anthony. 
Mackey. Yeah, thank you. Anthony yes. Mackey plays uh, the lead along with Sam Jackson. And oh, God, it's based good. Based on a true I mean, story. Based, based, on a true based, story. based on a true story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, black men having to hire white men to do their, <laughs> to do their business. <laughs> and they, they're brilliant black businessmen. But this is in 1960s, 70s and, uh, in California. And they they had to do what they had to, you know, they did what they had to do rather. So we, will, I, we, we let's, let's make the, let's make the vow that we will have watched that by this time next week. Okay. Okay. Right. I will make, I'll make the vow that I will watch it again. <clears throat> oh, dang. Oh, <laughs> oh, to keep the baseball going. And that was a shot just past the shortstop <laughs> in the field for a base hit. Mm-hmm. Oh no. That's a, that was a stand up, you know, mm. on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the whole marriage thing was a fly ball over your head. Listen, you have, um, you have a, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, that was right out the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. One of my favorite people, uh, I love when we have, uh, love this guy. We worked with him, uh, back in my, my, my old job. Uh, but, uh, we have Dr. Ian on. Yes, and Dr. Ian has, I think this is his 1,000th book that he has written. <laughs> Dr. Ian's new book was uh, dropped this week, as they say, uh, was published this week, Mind Over Weight, Curb Cravings, Find Motivation, and Hit Your Numbers in Seven Simple Steps. And boy, Dr. Ian, welcome. And can we use you this uh, time as we are in <laughs> we are in sequestration? How are you? Hey guys, I'm great. I'm enjoying listening to you guys. Actually, uh, I kind of lost. I just was just chilling here and just listening and having a good time laughing with you guys. That's oh, nice. good stuff. We live for that. Thank you, Doc. And it's good to hear your voice. How are things going in as you are sheltered in with your family? You know, I got to be very honest with you. I understand that this is a time of extreme uncertainty, that people are hurting and suffering. We've lost a lot of loved ones. But to be very honest with you, we're thriving. My family, we are really taking advantage of this. You know, we're we're trying to make lemonade out of lemons. And uh, mm-hmm. we are spending a lot of time together, obviously. We are reconnecting with each other and ourselves. Uh, I'm working on a ton of projects all at once, everything from cleaning up my man cave to working in the garage. I finished my book for next year already, my 2021 <laughs> book. <laughs> I'm serious. What? Like, I have just been, honestly, and I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to marginalize how serious of a time we're in, but I really do believe that people should take this time, rather than complaining about the time we have, really take the time to be productive. We always say, man, if I had more time right. to do this and do that, guess what? Yeah. We got it. So, uh, we're, so we're doing great. The kids are great. Wife is great. Everything's good. I love hearing that. So a couple of questions, uh, and th- these are questions I actually know. So there. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, how many how many doors how many how many wait how many how many family members are there four of us there's four of you how many doors do you have in your house more than four oh. <laughs> wait, m- more more than four we have lots of doors yes yeah that's why it works that's why it works it works the more, yeah. more doors. Listen, that's awesome though. Know, that's fantastic yeah but i'm but i'm i'm sensitive that i understand that for everyone you know it's not you know we can go to our own corners um and when we want to get away anyone can go off to their own we got space to do that and i realize everyone doesn't have that so I, I do realize that it can be challenging but i still think that you know what it's about making adjustments uh, we got to make adjustments and uh we'll return back to somewhat normal i don't think it'll ever be what it was before just like it wasn't after 9 11 when it came to to uh travel airport travel but but i think that we'll return to something but but i think that people just have to find their space you have to you know you just got to really reconnect i think that mm-hmm. i think this is the universe saying to all of us slow down take a breather and refocus and i'm doing that i love that well one one thing one thing that's true uh is that no matter how many doors you have and no matter where you are no matter if you get one place where the family all meets is in the kitchen like folks just because the snacking during quarantine <laughs> is 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 for some people is really off the chain yeah I mean, there's so much I want to say to you guys with such little time, but let me just say that this is a time that people are stressed. It is completely normal. It's an expected response. My attitude is that you should not punish yourself, but let's see if we can do just the opposite. Let's work on doing the opposite. So in Mind Over Weight, I talk about how you can create a winning environment. First of all, let me back up for a second. I wrote this book. I've been wanting to write this book for a very long time, and I finally said to my publisher, guys, listen, 
we need to write a book about the mind and weight loss because so many people talk about the need, how do they find their motivation? How do they keep their motivation? Uh, how do they get their confidence back? All these things that I've been advising people on social media and in person for years, it was never in a book in a digestible way. And so I said, first of all, we need to write this book. Secondly, I want it to be a nice, concise compendium of information. So it's a short book. It's only seven chapters. Each chapter addresses a specific topic. How do you choose the right diet plan for yourself? How do you set the right goals? Uh, how do you boost your confidence? How do you find your motivation? How do you fix your relationship to food? All these things are very clear and concise. And at the end of each chapter, I do an action plan. The idea is at the end of the book, you will have gone through these small, very useful exercises, developed an action plan, and now you're ready to do a diet. So many people start diet plans when they're mentally not ready. Mm. And so they fail. Yeah, they fail not because the diet is bad and be, or because they're bad. They fail because it's just not the right time for them and, and their mind's not right. And so the whole purpose of Mind Over Weight is to be your starting point. And no matter what plan you choose, uh, this will help you have a higher chance of success. Can this time of, of quarantine and coronavirus and, and family being together or uh, you've lost your job, could this be a time where you could get your head right to be successful with a diet? 1,000%. See, I think, it's a, I think it's a divergent path. You either can be someone who's going to gain you know, 10 to 15 pounds over the next couple of months, or you're going to be someone who says, you know, I'm going to knock a few pounds off because I'm now going to work on me. I have less distractions. I'm going to work on me. So I think you can choose either path. I'm hoping, of course, that people would choose the latter path. Of course. But I do believe that people can take the time. And just, like I said, this book will take ugh, two hours to read at most. But I think that if you get your head in the game, I think that you will see, I, I swear by this, you will see things differently. You'll see food differently. Uh, you'll see your weight loss journey differently. I just think it gives you that boost that people need to, to get over the proverbial hump. We're talking to Dr. Ian Smith. He has written, I said it's like your 1,000th book. You are just so <laughs> prolific in your writing. Um, you both you write both fiction as well as uh, lifestyle books in terms of uh, getting uh, with shredding and 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 doing all of your your different ways of of getting to your best self. But the newest book is called Mind Overweight. And it's curb cravings, find motivation, and hit your numbers in seven simple steps. And you say we can read this book in about two hours or so. So with a good two hours, we can change our lives? Easily. Or I actually did the audio book. So if you don't mind my voice, uh, you can listen to me on audio. Uh, there's also a digital copy uh, available now that you can have. But I think it's a fun book. And by the way, people who have read the book and have used it already, they had early copies of it. Mm -hmm. They said that they discovered so much about themselves that they didn't realize. They didn't realize, like, what real motivators were for them. They didn't realize what their triggers were uh, to go eat those highly processed foods. But the book made them think about it. It made them reflect, which is what we should do now. We have all this time. Let's take some time to reflect uh, on where we are and where we want to go and who we are. So what did you discover while writing the book about yourself? For me personally, you know, I realized that my issue is environment. Right. My issue is that, you know, I have to continue to work to make sure that my environment around me is supportive to my goals. And that means everything from selecting who you spend a lot of time with mm -hmm. <laughs> to mm -hmm. selecting w what you do, you know, and, you know, not going out to eat at 10 o'clock at night, which is common in cities, mm -hmm. you know, uh, New York or Dallas or Chicago. Chicago's you know. got a great restaurant yeah. city. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. My guy, Nas Muhammad, who played for the Bulls, you know, he'll hit me up and say, hey, let's go meet at so-and-so's restaurant at 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know and, and while most of the time I'll go there and not eat because he knows that's past my eating time, but, but to even put myself in that kind of environment uh, is just not a wise thing to do. So for me personally, while writing this book, I thought one thing for sure was uh, my environment, having better control of my environment. The other thing that I researched and I was really excited to, to delve into is the difference between hunger and cravings. You know, people Ooh. always talk about, you know, I can't stop, you know, at night, I got to go get this, I got to go get that. So what is the difference? And in the book, you know, I explain to people like this, hunger is a physiological need. It's like when your car is out of oil and the oil light comes on, no matter how many times you turn the car off, when you turn it back on, that oil light's going to come on until you fill it with oil. That's hunger. 
you got to answer the hunger. Cravings are different. Cravings are chemical that start with dopamine in your brain. And cravings are like this. When you get into the car and you are prompted if you want to connect your Bluetooth device and you don't answer the prompt, eventually it goes away. See, it's transient. It's ephemeral. That's what cravings are. You can actually outlast your cravings. They're chemical. You can outlast it. Unfortunately, we give in to it before we're able to outlast it. But typically cravings last, you know, 10 to 15 minutes at the most. So if you can make it through it, then the cravings will go away. I do not make it through my cravings. My cravings win every time. I admit that. So it's just, it's just, you know, Ben and Jerry's. I have stock. Well, I don't really have stock. I just have a whole bunch of pints. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, how? What's the best way to to suppress those cravings, especially now that we're inside and you know, there, there's there's not much external stimul stimulation to keep us from doing doing that. Yeah, so um, chapter four is about how to crush your cravings. So I'll give you some of the bullet points. I won't get into all of them. But I'll give you the bullet points of what people can do to attack their cravings. Number one, eat more protein. Protein helps you uh, overcome cravings. Ooh. Stay hydrated. Drink more water, more liquids. Mm -hmm. um, eat more mindfully. Now, this is one of those things. What? Eat more mindfully. What that means is when you eat, slow down when you're eating. Pay attention to what you're eating. Enjoy the flavors. Try to figure out if you can, you know, discern the ingredients of what you're eating. Like, oh, I can taste the pepper here. I can taste the olives here. I mean, really make it a true mindful experience. Um, obviously, reducing your stress is important because stress leads to, you know, you giving into your cravings. Um, brewing and pouring tea and drinking tea is great for cravings. The time it takes to actually brew the tea, to put it together, and to drink it, your craving is gone. Uh, and lastly, there are a couple more, but uh, lastly, I want to say is fill up on chromium. Chromium is, is an essential trace element. Uh, but when you eat chromium, it helps to uh, enhance the effect of your insulin, which keeps your blood sugar level stable, which leads to you not having these types of cravings. So the book kind of goes into why these different things work. And in the book, on page 121, I give you some options. So if you have a sugar or sweet craving, I give you some substitutions. If you have a salty craving, I give you those substitutions. So uh, there's some swap outs you can do um, to attack those cravings. What, uh, what, uh, what, what contain, what, uh, what's chromium and what, uh, what did I have in my bachelor apartment might have it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't want to, I don't really want to think what's in your bachelor apartment. <laughs> Pop-tarts Pop Pop and jelly beans, but after that I'm good. That's another podcast. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> that's, that's a late night podcast, Doc. Yes. That's yeah, that's right. right that's right. Um, but you could find it in things like whole grains, uh, high brand cereals, green beans, broccoli, nuts, egg yolks. Uh, all those are great sources of chromium. So you, oh, okay. I'm sure you have some of those in there. Yes. And it's it's awesome. I have I have <laughs> eggs. He says probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes a real man to say that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and could you spare some eggs? Because mine have pretty much dried up. Um, so, why? Thank you, um, Doc. I two things. First of all, what about exercise and and making time for exercise during this mindset change of life? Yeah. Well, in Mind Over Weight, I also talk about your mental approach to things. One of the things about exercise is people approach it as it being something that is onerous. It's a chore. It's something that's not going to be fun. When you enter the activity with that mindset, then it's not going to be fun. It's going to be exhausting. It's going to be stressful. So it's all about how you approach exercise. I approach exercise as, wow, I can't wait to go and to do something that's going to make me a little better. That's going to make me feel a little better, look a little better, make me a little stronger. It's almost like a painter who's, you know, has this blank canvas. And every time he goes to a painting session, he's going to tweak it just a little bit, add this, change this. That's what your mindset needs to be with exercise, that you're going to actually, you know, today I'm going to get my, my glutes a little stronger. I'm going to, you know, maybe get a little bit ripped, you know, for my abs. But the other part of also is that people have to understand with the mindset of exercise is that exercise can be fun. So it doesn't have to be going to a gym. A lot of people don't like gyms. You know, gyms are meat markets and, you know, listen, 
I like gyms, but listen, I don't like guys yelling and screaming and throwing weights around. You know, I don't like a whole circus in a gym. But you know what? Hey, play sports. You can ride bikes. Uh, and you don't have to be good at the sports. Just play it, you know? So yeah. if you can have some fun while you're doing the exercise, that's equally effective. Dr. Ian, don't you own a gym? <laughs> <laughs> Do I own a gym? Uh, um, I am involved in the gym, yes. <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're not referring to your previously referred to man cave. That's a different thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's, here's, the, here's the most important question of the whole thing, right? So there's a tiger uh, with coronavirus. <laughs> yes. I need for you from a medical perspective, tell us how that sucker jumped from human because you're supposed to be six Easy. feet away. Tiger Tiger Easy. has a reach of about six point five feet. So somebody violated the and it uh, wasn't, circ circumference it, of trust. And it wasn't in a southern cool. state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Sybil was correct. Uh and how it happens. Listen, here's the thing. Now I watch all these animal shows on Animal Planet and Nat Geo. I love animal shows, these veterinarian shows. And what and I just finished watching Tiger King, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, but let me tell you something. These um, keepers uh, who work at the zoo, they come into close proximity. Sometimes the tigers, even though they're still enclosed and behind cages, they're up against the cage, petting them sometimes, giving them things. They're within six feet a lot. They may not be inside the cage like they are in the lion, uh, the Tiger King uh, series where they mm -hmm. were actually petting, petting with them, but, right. but these zookeepers are actually within oh, six yeah. feet. And so, you know, talking, coughing, sneezing, hey, they inhale respiratory droplets just like you and I inhale respiratory droplets. And they said it wasn't just a tiger, of course, they're lions, and they had a very dry cough. So, yeah, it's very transmissible. And by the way, when you watch these shows, you'll see that a lot of these zookeepers, the ones who are being very conscientious, they mm -hmm. actually are wearing masks. They're wearing masks. And they're not wearing masks because they're trying to avoid getting something from the animals. Right. They're wearing the mask because they don't want to transmit something to the animals. Do you remember when this started and they were saying that this went from like a, a an aquatic animal to someone and that's how the coronavirus, they said, first started and went from, you know, like a fish or something. And but then there was concern like, can we give it to our pets? Can we give this to our dogs and yes. our cats? 100, 1,000% you can, no doubt about it. And the issue of where it started, you know, of course, there's going to be all this kind of post, you know, uh, post virus, post crisis kind of reduction of what happened. But mm -hmm. I think it, it, they said it started in a wet market in China. Mm -hmm. uh, and if, you know, if anyone's ever been to China, China is a phenomenal place to visit, by the way, but they have tons of markets. They have tons of these wet markets. And I have pictures when we were in China a couple of years ago of, these exotic foods that are in these markets. I mean, literally, you have never seen this stuff before. It's like almost like they caught animals and just skinned them, and they're hanging up in these markets, and people are buying them and roasting them and eating them. So I'm not, I was not surprised when they said that it was something that was transmitted from an animal to a human being in China simply because they tend to eat more wild animals than we eat. Uh, and the process by which they do it is it not necessarily how we process our foods? You get me? So mm -hmm. I'm not surprised by it. But yes, if we are infectious, we can definitely give it to our animals. Dr. Ian Smith has been with us today on our, our little uh, conversation here from ha-has to ahas, And we've had a lot of aha moments uh, in our conversation with Dr. Ian Smith and his new book, Mind Overweight, Curb Cravings, Find Motivation, and Hit Your Numbers in Seven Simple Steps. It is out now. How can people get it? Uh, any store, obviously people aren't going to stores much, so you can order <laughs> online. There's an audio version, there's a digital version. Also on my Instagram page, I have a two-week uh, two free meal plan. I call it a shelter-in-place plan. So go to my Instagram, at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. You can check it out, check out some free exercises. But, uh, yeah, Mind Overweight is going to be a game changer for a lot of people. I'm excited to get the feedback. And I know this is our sh short time with you guys, but I love talking to you. And, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. 
Oh, please come back and visit us again. We appreciate you as always. Uh, you know, we go back a minute and um, I just uh, always appreciate all the, all the things that you bring to the conversation and uh, continued good health and, and safety there with your family. I will. And Sybil, my next fiction will be in October, by the way. It's a mystery that's based in Chicago, your hometown. And oh. it's about it's a, it's a black private investigator is going to be a recurring character and it's called The Unspoken. So we'll talk about it in the fall. I cannot wait. We're going to have it, uh, a podcast with you on Sybil's Book Club, okay? Perfect. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Dr. Take Ian. Care. Appreciate it. And uh, he yep. is a he's a great guy, Dr. Ian Smith, and his new book, Mind Overweight. So, Stephen Hill, we got some reading to do. Are you okay? We have to read to do. I am indeed. I am indeed. I realized I had my, my, my microphone on mute when I, was, when I was saying something, but it was so <laughs> what I was I was I was dropping Are you jewels. killing it? I was dropping jewels after jewels, and I'm like, why is nobody responding to this gold? And I never realized. <laughs> what it was. But Dr. Ian Smith, thank you very much. I was just saying thank you, and I, and I appreciate his time and, and for his kids and stay, stay, stay safe and all that stuff. Yeah, you know what? What? Do we have to match you with the height of your voice, that, that high pitch? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Just a or, little or just a little, little okay, just yeah. a little <laughs> uh, I, here's the thing the the whole point of coronavirus here's why dogs are not getting coronavirus you know why why because they have what humans should have and i can't believe no one's invented this which is you, you ever seen those cones around dogs necks where they can't so they, oh. so they can't the paws can't touch their face help me understand why we don't have this as humans help me Dogs don't get it because they got the cones and because their paws, they'd be scratching their face and the cones makes it so you can't scratch your face. Why are there not cones for humans? Because you naturally touch your face, but then you bonk, you'd be hitting the cone, be like, oh, shoot, I could have the corona on my hand, but I just not, I put it on the on the thing as opposed to my face. See, you was looking at me like I was stupid for a minute, but then you was like, aha. <laughs> no, I'm going, no, you know what? I'm going, ha ha. <laughs> cones for humans it's a free idea whoever wants to take it go ahead and just give me just give me a little bit cones for humans head okay. cone for humans just like that for dogs that's what that'll keep that'll that'll prevent the scare by the way if 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 cuomo comes on tomorrow and go like and here's my idea what we should do <laughs> is um have you know those plastic things you just put them around your neck you put it on your neck so you can't touch your face Boom, boom. Genius. Gold, gold genius. Genius. Okay. All right. Or just or just go sit in your car for a while. Wow. Okay. All right. The only cones I like are the ones that have scoops of ice cream in them. I'm good. So we're gonna welcome our guest because if you haven't seen her video, um, we we found this young lady as her video went viral <laughs> and she is her 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 when she just had a moment of I can't take this ish anymore and she is uh, the mother of, of a few kids and she had to take a moment in her car with some um, chemical product and just kind of release yourself release the wiggle as it were and she is Miss Ms. Nicey on social media and Ms. Nicey we found you and ask you to come on because you are you're the poster child you are the poster mom for so many parents who just got it up to here and my hand is like six feet over my head now hey miss nicey hi how are you so i have to correct you miss lucy how are you oh okay I'm sorry. I'm sorry no about problem, that. No problem. It's okay. It's okay. How are you, Sybil? Nice to meet you. Oh, honey, it is such a pleasure to meet you. I, I, I tell you, when when we connected on Instagram, I thank you so much. And and like I said, I know many a mom who have identified and dad who's identified with you. How many kids do you have? So in total, I have four: two older and two babies. So what are the ages? 27, 25, 5, and 8. Ooh, ooh, and they're all in the house oh. with you? No, 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 just the babies. <laughs> so, wait, eight, eight, so 8 and 5 are the babies? Yes. Okay. And, and, and they, what, what was the last straw that right. had you walk out to that car to spark the J? 
So, um, so it was a, it was one of those days where um, they couldn't go to school and um, and they were tired of the house and so I went to the park. And that's where I was. And and when they got out, I parked the car in a way that I could see them. Mm-hmm. And I went in the car and I was just frustrated. I just I had it up to here because in a in in one day, you just all of a sudden discombine my whole life with all these new rules after I've been, you know, my brain been set up for these kids to be at school between nine thirty and five. Mm. <laughs> no, all of a sudden you're telling me you want me to go to being a teacher. That was the issue for me. And so, <laughs> no, and it still is. <laughs> so that's fast. So, so it wasn't anything that your five-year-old or eight-year-old did. It was just the it was just the frustration, the accumulation of the frustration with the entire situation. Just with the whole situation and the news, and every time I turn on the news and the radio and this and that, it's the corona, it's this and it's, it's Trump and, and his foolishness and him downplaying stuff and all of this. And so, yeah, I was I was pissed. I was upset. Then everybody in the damn store is stealing everything, or not stealing, but buying up but yeah. just everything, just con- just uncontrolled, just buying up stuff. And just I was frustrated. Like, I just had it, like. Yeah, I'm, it still is, again. So would you say you, you that, that was the height of your frustration that was actually documented for all to see? Or is there was there, have you been more frustrated since then? Oh, yeah, I've been more frustrated. Uh, right, so what's your typical what's a typical day for you now? Now that you have a five year old at home, an eight year old. So wait, that's is that that's kindergarten and second grade? Yep, that's a grade. Yep. Yeah. Pre-K uh, and second. So what do you so what are you doing with that? What do you what what, do you, what you got going on? What, what's your daily let's, schedule? Let's start in the morning. Yeah. What time do the kids What time do the kids get up, or what time oh, do you get so up to? I've I've been trying to be on a schedule um, a little bit more. Um, so you know, a typical day is I get Jaden is up first. Kendall likes to sleep a little little bit, but that's been working for me. So mm-hmm. once Jaden get up, I get him to brush his teeth, wash his face. And we get right on the phone for his tablet to do his schoolwork. Mm. So pretty much um, by the time Jaden is done, which is not a lot of schoolwork because he go to private school. So they didn't bombard them with the type of work that the public schools give as far as having to be online at a certain time. Mm. And it's with the teacher. My kids don't have that. They have just um, online learning and once you turn it in and they're done online the teacher gets to see it so it's a little bit different so Jaden um I get him out of the way first and then once he's done by that time Kendall is up and so um I did purchase extra tablets for them so therefore they can have just their work tablets and their uh you know tablets for play um I've been pretty much trying to figure it out it has not been easy right. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing do you have your, your, your struggle? Your struggle is 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 the same as many of those around around the country, and it's it's a, it it's a it's a challenge that everyone's going through. And I, you know, I I love that you have that video, but you you are you are handling it. When you describe how you're handling this, it is it it, it sounds masterful, honestly. Thank you. Um, thank God that I have that card and I'm able to smoke. <laughs> it. I got it if it wasn't for that. Well, since um, you brought it up. Uh, <laughs> How many times a day do we talk? Are we talking that you, you you're oh, you're digging in the green? About, I probably I, I probably smoke about six joints a day. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. When I asked you, I'm sorry. You may have misunderstood me. I asked you how much per day you 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 might do. Six joints a day. So that's probably like um a quarter and a half or something. Oh. oh, oh. As, as as someone who does not smoke, is that a lot? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly. <laughs> and and did that increase since you have been in shelter uh, in place? Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Definitely. Um, it has definitely um took a toll, and I think I smoke a little bit more than I did when they were in school from nine thirty mm-hmm. to five thirty. Um, oh yeah, I think I. Oh yeah, that's why I told Trump that he needs to make sure that he put out a stimulus for the. But okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that 
<laughs> no, I'm just curious. Is is is, is but since it, so so just to just to recap, in in Florida, recreational use is prohibited, but you can use it for medicinal reasons, and you have a medicinal card. Exactly. My question is, have have it, has they established that the weed man is essential business? It, so, so the weed man, so the so weed man still comes around, and somehow you get your weed by standing oh, six feet away. Oh, he's essential. He better come around. That's what he needs to. Do. Okay. Is he, he, is he, is he delivering at home now? Is he like? He's he like weed out mate? the mom with the, the, the helping out the safety of the children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to Got that. All right. And so is, is most of your, so if it's six, if there's six a day, how many of those are consumed while uh, the kids are awake, would you say? Six? Four. 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 All right. Play on, play on. No, the, the, the one thing, the one thing, okay, I need you guys to understand. I will never lie because I can't remember my because I forget <laughs> So you ask me something, trust I'm gonna tell you the truth. I believe okay. that. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. when we when we talked, uh, we were talking on Instagram, uh, direct messaging back and forth, and you were very concerned about how people saw you. I don't. I I think that you are every mom out mm -hmm. there. I think mm -hmm. that you are, like I said, you're the poster mom for for what we're going through right now. What's been the reaction that people have expressed to you? Well, so um, this part makes me emotional because with that video, I did receive a lot of um, hate, hate mm. messages. Mm -mm. And um, I've never experienced um, that type of thing. I was raised in a household with an Italian and a, and a black person. So um, I don't, I never really, never i never experienced that out of my 42 years of being here and um after this video i've gotten a lot of um hate messages and i've been called all kind of names nigga mm -hmm. or this that. and um my kids oh. have been called all kind of names and stuff and that i needed to take the video down but, oh no yeah and i got a lot of positive people who who was like, thank you for saying what I couldn't say, you know, mm -hmm. um, and even famous people who reposted the video, you know, the, the comments that they made. Um, so it kind of made me feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. um, you yeah, have the frustrations of everybody out there with, with, with kids. It's not about the kids. And I, what, what I particularly, what attracted me was you, you weren't frustrated at the kids. You're frustrated at the, at the systems that Where have to go into place yeah. right now. Yeah. And I think the people who were talking about didn't, didn't, didn't really get that. That's a, that's a subtle line, but it wasn't the kids. It was like, you're, you weren't supposed to be a teacher and, 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 you know, you weren't right. ready for everything to close and no, nobody was, nobody was. And and I know that a lot of moms are frustrated and and um, I'm just one that that speaks what I feel and, right. and 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 that's just that I think you know God rest her soul but me and my mom had that issue of me growing up you know with my mouth and me saying <laughs> things and being very vulgar so um, now that I I just use my platform to to do that to say what I need to say or say how I feel and I know that how I feel is how a lot of other mothers feel. And, and that's what makes me keep going. Well, let me just say that um, you can make a great living at that uh, in radio. What <laughs> uh, used to get you there in trouble. Be, there are people who will pay a lot for that. That's right. That's right. But but I really want, if for those who haven't been able to reach out to you, I, just on behalf of those who feel the same way that Steve and I do, thank you for, for being so so transparent and so loving and so real with all of this because we really appreciate you not only to have this conversation with you but you are you have done such a great job in expressing this as you know to be that spokesperson for other people i really really appreciate that and um and i thank you for that on their behalf because you just you're, you're a hero you are a hero you know, I must be because Dr. Phil's show reached out to me and wanted to use the video. And so, you know, I've been very honored. Um, you know, I just got a phone call earlier from um, Tony 
Kuntz, Kuntz, or he's a producer producer um, in LA, and you know he is saying big things for me as far as like me being a, another Roseanne, but a black Roseanne. So, I love it. Absolutely love you it. Do that, civil really? I do. I I see it. I see it. Absolutely. I think you know you have you have such a, a. I can see your heart and um and I felt you know all of that and 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 knowing moms that are at home uh, with four or five kids, uh, that's you're you're it. You you are you're the new Roseanne. I can see that absolutely. Except it's Miss Nisi. She's going all Hollywood. She's going Hollywood. I see it now. Oh, girl. Make sure, make sure your sunglasses fit. Make sure your sunglasses fit. That's the number one rule of Hollywood. Make sure your sunglasses fit. <laughs> but, but here's also the thing in, in California, you don't have to have a card. Um, so. Hey, <laughs> so I am so dying to get over there because the dispensaries there are different than the dispensaries here. So yeah, I'm like stoked um, to definitely you know, come to LA when all this is over. I'm just so frustrated. Like, you know, every day is something different, you know, with this whole pandemic and, and, and what we can and cannot do with the kids. And yeah, and I'm not done. You know, I, I, I have a lot more to go. Let me ask COVID. you this. As, as we ask other people who are sheltered in place, do you need anything? Can we do anything for you? I mean, no, the kids are eating me out of a house. Why are you, trying to, why are you trying to be your weed man? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be asking questions you know the answers to. Yeah. Bring me some of that Pineapple Express. Um, <laughs> it sounds like I you need, know what you're talking need, about. I need sativa for the daytime. I need the end of the movie at night. You know let me give me some, and let me get my Kim 91. <laughs> I have no idea what you all are talking about, but no, I'm, I'm he enjoying knows, it. He knows. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I just, I, I read. If I read enough for this, in, for this interview, oh, I prepared. You read. Okay. Yeah, that's what I read. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why is there too much smoke in front of it right now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you're on Instagram, I'll go to Stephen Grant Hill and, and you can have a little music with your smoke in the evenings because he's there a great DJ. So, <laughs> he's so thank hilarious. you so much. I really Miss appreciate Dizzy, thank it. you very much. You've been awesome. You and, are so awesome. Thank you. And stay in touch with us, will you? I, I, you know what? When I reached out, I didn't know. Um, she's like, and this is how old I am. She said her, she and her mom listened to us growing up. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. But yes. thank you, darling. So, I appreciate you. I really do. No thank problem. you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And this was so great. And I can't wait to do this again. Oh, good. We're going to keep in touch with you. I promise. Okay. You know, you next time, next time she's gonna be in Hollywood, though. Next time she's gonna be in Hollywood. You know this. You know how it rolls. But you'll remember the little people, right? Of course I will. Okay. Sybil, <laughs> you know, actually, you're the first person to reach out to me after this. So I just want to say thank you because it was like after you messaged me, mm -hmm. lessons started coming, and people after you that night. Two days later, Dr. Phil show messaged me, and then yesterday, um, I got a message and accidentally deleted it from the Netflix guy. Um, oh. So, oh, nice. So, you you so might want to try to recall that one. Yeah. You, you <laughs> might try to get that one back. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to go to forensic experts and give your machine up and get that one back. <laughs> <laughs> So I thank you so much, and you know you've been, you're a blessing, and I really appreciate you talking to me through Instagram. Oh, and honey, well thank you. I appreciate your following up and 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 responding. Really do. No problem. You guys have a wonderful night. And you, you too, too, sweetie. And love to you and the babies. Thank you. Right, have a good night. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. So Stephen Hill, we have had quite a day. We have had some aha and some. Aha moments uh, as we like to on this little podcast here. Oh, what yeah. Do you think?
Absolutely, hundred percent. She's she she's getting Kim ninety one. Anyhow, uh, yeah, one hundred one. Once again, that's just funny. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, of course, you, you know that you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to uh, cough into your cough into your elbow. Uh, wear masks. Um, and uh, wash your nasty hands. Wash your hands over and over and over again. Now I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. My hands right now look like they could belong to Red Fox. Like my hands are so crusty and dry, they may actually be Red Fox's hands. Are you sure those are your hands? Okay, so um, are you moisturizing? I'm moisture. No, it doesn't matter. Moisture just goes right in like that, and I can't like I, I can't keep them moisturized. I'm dead serious. This is I'm not joking. Like it, <laughs> the, the quality of my hands now and what it was four weeks ago are just mm. two completely different things. Wow. Wow. So. Well, but moisturize um, is better. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hill, how can people find you? Uh, usually through private detectives. That's usually. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You you completely met on social media. On, social media, uh, yes. on uh, Instagram, Stephen with PH, Stephen Grant Hill. Um, and on Twitter, uh, I'm Stephen G Hill. And on MySpace, I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> And then of course, uh, then of course, uh, uh, I think Thursday, Thursday at seven o'clock, I do my uh, Instagram live. I'm not sure what the topic is going to be for next week, but we'll do something with soul music. It's called sunglasses and soul music. You bring the sunglasses, I bring music. You bring the soul. Yes, I you do. Yes, yeah. you do. Um, congratulations. And you, and you where can we find that. you? Uh, SybilWilks.com. SybilWilks.com. You can find uh, me and you can subscribe to my newsletter. What you need to know, what you need to know comes to your mailbox or email box every Monday through Friday morning, as well as this podcast. Uh, we, uh, you just go to podcast central and subscribe to our little podcast. And what's it called again? From ha-has to ahas with Stephen and Steve. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Instagram, Sybil Wilkes, Twitter, and um, no, no, no MySpace. I'm a little jelly. I gotta, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jelly right now. Why? You have your own, you have your own dot, dot com. Like yours, is, it's not less like, you know, you have like, it's like SybilWilkes.com is you. I'm a little, I'm a little jelly. Wait a minute. I don't have my own dot com. StephenHill.com is probably, by the way, the name Stephen Hill could, hey, this is not a joke. So there's two other Stephen Hills that I know. One, mm-hmm. gospel singer, other person, mm-hmm. dead, dead porn star. Oh, I dead, thought you were. Are you serious? Not, I swear to God, if you look up Stephen Hill porn star, if you get past my one little thing from ten years ago, um, there you will you find a, you'll find a video of the police tracking down a porn star who has a sword and then falls off of a cliff. I are, swear to you. Is that, that a sword or is you just Stephen Hill <laughs> porn star? So yeah. I'm a little jelly. I, I'm a little, I'm a little I thought you were going to say the star on. from A Law and Order. Wouldn't there used to be a, an He's actor? He's got a V. It's, it's Stephen with a V. Oh, Stephen with a v. gotcha. Stephen, gotcha. Stephen with a PH, gospel singer, porn dead star. porn star. Dead porn star, mm-hmm. gospel singer. Mm-hmm. And that's a ha ha. Except for the dead porn star. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, till next week. See ya. Keep your feet in the ground and keep reaching for the stars. And wash your hands.